0: Beardy and the Beast Media Club. Ba-da-ba, ba-da-ba. This is placeholder intro song. Hello and welcome to Beardy and the Beast Media Club, a discussion into media where we will fully embrace spoilers. We'll make sure to include them like overly forced romantic plot lines. We're available here and on many other services with a full list available at beardyandthebeast.com. If you like what we do, give us a like, a follow, or give us a share. My name is Drew, and conveniently we have located the antagonist's sibling, Devin. Enter siren sounds. <laughs> Today we're discussing Silent Hill Revelation. This film is the 2012 sequel in the Silent Hill film-adapted universe. So, Devin, was Silent Hill a sonorous thrill? Part 2, Bloody Boogaloo. <laughs> Um, well,
1: I knew this going in. I should have listened to Harry
0: and never gone back to Silent Hill. (laughs) Or have gone there in the first place. Uh, where do you want to start? (laughs) Oh, God. Um.
1: Oh, God. Um, yeah, that's a good question.
0: Let's, It's, it's just, it's, it's super hard. When, like, the the director of a movie comes out as having been dissatisfied by the final product and apologized to fans because of disappointment. Yeah. To kind of set the stage and the tone outright, I'm just going to take it from the top myself here. All right. I'm not keen on this movie, and it's not because it was unable to live up to the expectations set by the first one. It's not because some weird tonal shift that didn't match the film adapted universe or the video game adapted. I'm not keen on it because it's not a very good movie. No, (laughs) no, it's not. And this, this Um... is the first, first (laughs) time in any of these things where I've just outright come, come out and said like, it was hard to appreciate things about this film. It really was. Let's, just come straight up and say it silent hill
1: is like we've said this it is the best example of a video game movie mm-hmm. it's just exactly what i want um i know it didn't do well at first but people realized actually how good it is in the long run which this, we
0: we called when we originally yep. saw the first one yep
1: this one it's everything that's wrong with video game movies and exactly why people think video game movies are terrible.
0: <laughs> I I will give it a little bit of leeway cuz I think it had something like a quarter of the budget of this one or some such.
1: Yes, yeah, I think it was half the budget or something like that. I think it was yeah. like 50 million for the first and 20 million for this one. So agreed there's a bit of leeway there, but I've watched plenty of horror movies on shoestring budgets that do well. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, again, we know a filmmaker who does stuff on shoestring budgets. <laughs> it's true. The shoestring budget isn't, isn't an excuse in that regards. I mean, I guess it's a bit of an explanation, but that doesn't explain the tonal shifts, the complete disregard for for the first film, the just crappy narrative overall. It's just jumping you around. You have this the first film where it's so good at setting up the tone. You know, there's like no jump scares in the film for the most part. It's it's slow pans. You you get this sense of dread and oppression and, and an oppressive world and you know, very simple villains. This one here decided goes like Yeah, I guess we need to care about that, but remember the stuff in the games. Here's all the stuff in the games, and that's it. And jump scares, and even the stuff it tried to take from the games, it didn't implement well. And
0: (laughs) (laughs) well, that's the thing. Like coming out of it too, trying to string along some showcases from like a a game I haven't even played. Yeah, I, I mean. This one was roughly based on what three? Yes. The I guess Silent Hill has gotten more popular over time, but that's not exactly like the Blockbuster Silent Hill game either. Yeah. And at the time of release, it's not like it had like the the giant following. So kind of like had they stuck to like a loyal retelling based on the original movie, I think this would have Played out a lot better. Yes,
1: I I I would agree with that. So, um, three is the one that I've played the most of. Again, still haven't, and by that I mean the furthest into. I I haven't played a lot of it, but so like the the weird lore with like the cults and that like that that's an aspect of of the games. But you take Silent Hill which has it very simple. Here's just this religious cult that went nuts. Let's burn the witch. Yeah. To, oh yeah, here's this religious cult with this big, huge thing about trying to revive, revive Cthulhu. And we're going to do it by using this girl to, because she can survive the fires and can be born into them. Like, but, but you can't fit this in an hour and a half movie. What are you going on about? So it was just, Info dump after info dump, and it made no sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even, I couldn't even imagine a world where the intended result of this movie could have been realized even if you had created a new and like stripped the stuff that they poorly pulled over from the original movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, like, I don't, I don't know where it fell apart. It was just, it's it's kind of like if you created a a trail mix, mm-hmm. but that trail mix constituted overly salted, salty peanuts, and burnt raisins. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it it was it was hard to find little bits to enjoy about it, mm-hmm. es- especially because like the the structure wasn't even followed from. Game or the previous movie, like the Silent Hill, they were able to fa- follow the transitions quite well. Whereas in Revelation, it was okay. So it's it's the fog world. Okay, now it's like the burned out world, and now it's just the a-
1: yeah. And and even with like the burned out world transitions, like the the one that jumps to my mind is the the transition in the inn. For whatever reason, hmm. we we've seen transitions with them being outside before. Why was outside of that building like inside? <clears throat> like it looked like it was a room inside of another building instead of being something outside and
0: seeing stuff nightmarish. I like, saw was, that. Like, I saw that, and I didn't mind it. Um, as far as the the aesthetics of that particular world, I was like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, cool. Oh, it's it's a burned out hotel inside a burned out warehouse or something. And like, yeah, I, yeah, like. I gave it a gimme because I was already being very critical of watching it. Okay. it was... And for
1: me, that jumped out as a just another note in the lack of consistency.
0: Mm. I could I could see how that would stack. Yeah. Well, what I what I found is in the first one there was all these repeated transitions: fog world, burned out world. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I really did like the hallucinations coming through. Yeah, I thought that was neat. But then, then it just ends up like sort of transitioning to burned out world. It seemed like that was the second half of the movie. Yeah. And I, I could have given that more attention, but there's something that didn't sit right about the faults and townspeople like not being afraid of the burned out world.
1: Yeah. That was, that was something that, that entered my head too. Cause it's like, they just seem to be like, yeah, no, this is what it is. I'm like, but, why would you why like if this is the same silent hill it's supposed to be the same continuity you know the same alessa who has all of these monsters out strictly to destroy them why aren't you being terrified about the burnt out world and you're just out walking around and other things that too is like when they enter silent hills like here's a bunch of people staring at them out windows that's not Silent Hill.
0: <laughs> I, I get what you're saying, I, and I agree. Um, I didn't mind it so much, but when, when you say it in that context, it actually bugs me a little bit now. Mm. The, the scene itself, as a standalone, was good. Yes. It was the one moment in the film where you recaptured how alone she was and quote-unquote powerless in this yeah. world was like all these strangers just like staring down at her yeah and i was like that's where i was yeah but that isn't silent hill those should have been it yeah
1: just kind of to, to step back for a second you said with the the dream world like the is the hallucinations mm-hmm. at the beginning in the mall so the mall like that is kind of ripped from the game like the the idea of the mall turning into silent hill and her getting chased through it I didn't mind it when she went, and it happened in the games. Like she's running from something, I can't remember exactly what, but <clears throat> goes into a back hall, and you know, boom, in the rusted out world. Hmm. So I was fine with that part, and I was fine with like the bleed through of the monsters here and there. Hmm. I hated
0: the birthday scene. With like, that, with like the kids and the
1: yeah, and the and them going cannibalistic and such. I'm like, again, I get what you're trying to do here if this was some other horror movie sure this isn't silent hill
0: mm-hmm. well um, if anything there should have been five deformed small creatures sitting around a table like jittering back and forth yeah <clears throat> would make sense that that scene actually did seem out of place to me but i was already kind of disconnected
1: that's a bad sign, because this is like five minutes into the movie. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> just uh, just to be clear with that. <laughs> new dude to boot it. Uh, <laughs> one thing that caught me at, about that scene is it was very obvious they were trying to make clown imagery creepy. Yeah. Instead of just going with the innate creepiness that is clown. Imagery. Yes. Uh, like they were trying to play it up, and that actually makes it campy and takes away from it. Yeah, this, The same thing can be found with that stupid bunny map. Yeah. Like the head turning or whatever. And I'm like, I kind of laughed about it. It's, it was in that same level of campiness. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like this movie was written to be a B movie, but like had a big name and a an actual budget to it. Yeah.
1: It, it, the bunny, actually, that's a good example. You know what they should have done with the bunny? Because like, that's in the games. You start off, in a nightmare sequence going through the amusement park and end up there in the end of the game. But like from the film, what I would have done is in the nightmare, not have the bunny do anything. You leave that lingering. And then when you're actually in, you know, rusted out silent Hill, have the bunny do something. Mm. Like, well, that would just be good writing. Well, exactly. You'd get the proper payoff. Instead. It felt like a cheap jump scare.
0: Well, it was. Yeah. Some of my dissatisfaction comes from the fact that one of those movies from the Resurgence of Three.
1: Yeah, that definitely didn't help.
0: So, <laughs> that's that scene with the the burned out hotel. Yeah. That would have been a three D. Mm. So they would have need context, uh, size, and yeah, carousel or uh, pyramid head cho- chopping off the arms. Yeah. These are the three Ds. 3d scenes it's hard to tell like do you you think it took away from the film i feel like it didn't add to it so the nurse scene might have actually been really good in 3d i mean like 3d is 3d like
1: it's it's a gimmick so i don't think Okay, here's how I think the 3D is going to take would have taken away from them half the budget, <laughs> and it means even though apparently they still did practical makeup and practical costumes and such like that, it didn't feel like it because it enhanced enhance it all with CG.
0: Well, the other thing I wanted I wanted to get into this. We'll just we'll just push. Yeah, the creatures. Yep. In, in the first podcast regarding Silent Hill, we talked. There was a very big misstep revelation. Mm-hmm. Clear, it wasn't a dancer in a flesh color. It was clear, like the one creature they had doing like the the jittery random movements. Yeah, very could tell that it was just sped up and slowed down.
1: Yeah,
0: is something we specifically talked first. The nurses were filmed in reverse, or yeah. While they were filmed and then it was reverse. Yeah, uh, and that's, they were, they
1: were filmed doing the choreography
0: backwards. And so, then they yeah, reversed it was, the film.
1: And then they reversed
0: the film again, so <laughs> yeah. And that's that's what gave it that that pacing, which, which was so good. Yeah. They didn't follow suit here.
1: No, the nurses just, just felt like, oh, I'm supposed to be jittery.
0: Yeah. It it didn't unnervingness. <laughs> I will give them that some of them were standing in some very positions. Yes. They definitely had that weird center of balance that you find in Bossi. Busy- but, I mean, like a keen eye looking for that sort of thing would notice it. But other than that, it just seemed like wild swinging.
1: Yeah, wild swinging and the noises the nurses were making.
0: <laughs> I noticed that. It was, it was sensual, wasn't it?
1: Oh, and how. And I mean, that makes so much sense for, you know, for um Heather Mason and... <laughs> to be going through because that's definitely how alessa saw the nurses
0: so this brings me to the next point i wanted to cover and i'm glad that you did that transition for me <laughs> with a little bit of discussion we were able to preachers from the original mm-hmm. cannot place anything from this
1: no no and <clears throat> yeah i was trying to like okay well where are these from like i had nothing that this was the creatures were there because these are the creatures.
0: Hmm.
1: I mean, even oh, Pyramid head. I finally managed to make him fit in the first film.
0: For, for some, some context in the silent Hill games. And first movie, the creatures are be attached some way, adequately the story and the characters in the story. And whose yes. perspective. It is for a deeper understanding what we're talking about. Like check out the first um, silent Hill podcast that we did and it was our first podcast yeah it was our first podcast <laughs> and I think we did really good at placing how the individual creatures fit in the story uh, spoiler alert I originally thought most of them didn't suit it but Devin was able to convince me aspects they were so in this case thematically like it just seemed like they were including these creatures as they were in the game like I, I don't understand where like Buzzsaw Head with sword arms comes in.
1: Well, it's so you could have that really super well choreographed fight between Buzzsaw Chick and Red
0: Pyramid. That's it. That's that's legitimately it. And I, I, I don't understand. Like, is this framing the guilt Sharon feels for something, 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 or? time she went into a hard hardware store and accidentally cut herself on a saw blade. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's the nurses didn't make sense. I I, I mean, at this point, I w- at a point during the film, I was like, are these reflections of Vincent? But that wouldn't make sense. It's the only thing that could.
1: I know, I know but Vincent was born in the dark, silent Hill in foggy, silent Hill. Like, why would he have these things? The So I know we talked about Pyramid Head in in the first Silent Hill and you know them throwing him in because he's the icon of Silent Hill. And and that, that was the original thought until we were able to to suss it out a bit better. But he came from Silent Hill too, which is by far the most popular, most known of the games. Yes. So I see the nurses and I'm like that's how I would picture the nurses for James in Silent Hill 2. Mm. There's no reason we still couldn't have had the creepy nurses from Silent Hill without, you know, being so um, enthusiastic about
0: their movements. <laughs> yeah. Well, my my thing because is, I... in the first movie, we were able to suss it out. Uh, Alessa was burned by the cult. Started lashing out at the, like. Around her and then thematically ended up, yeah. But they barely even touched on that. That was like an offhand comment that something happened to Elsa. So yeah. these, these nurses didn't have any, any place in the film, it yeah. was just a visual piece. I mean, they did change the nurses a bit, yeah. They were stitched no faces instead of bandage faces, yeah. Which I, I'm glad they made that change but I think that actually speaks to a larger
1: problem with this film. Hmm. Well, set we pieces. don't have any, we don't have anything thematically tying this stuff. It, it's, it, it's all set pieces and you can do things with set pieces. I mean, again, even the first Silent Hill, it had its set pieces. Like the, when um, Rose is first going through the alley, you know, it's that
0: set piece right from the game. I mean, even then those like the Ash children are that could be a representation of Children that terrestriales did,
1: Yeah, exactly. Or make the strong-up minor and, and stuff like that. But there, we were given nothing in this to try to make any type of, of connection. I, and the story felt so jumbled mm. that I don't even know where to begin when trying to suss out where these monsters came from.
0: Well, it's like uh, Spider Mannequin. Yeah. I just don't get it. Yeah. Like, The concept is cool. I'll give it that. Unfortunately, it was at that a time and place where it was quite obviously like CGI. Oh yeah, (laughs) which in in, when the first movie sets the tone of like so much practical effects, and then you have something that's CG. That was probably just around for the 3D. Yeah, like that's all I can give it. It's like, oh, that's a cool concept, and that would be a, a cool creature. fit in all. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I could. I, I, it was kind of just going that same route.
0: It's a stretch.
1: It's a stretch because there's so much more to that. There's the spider aspect. There's the the fact that we're literally watch someone get turned into a mannequin. And that's like, but how is that a manifestation of her fears? She's not even showing any fears or, or the psychological stressors. Mm-hmm. That that we see with Rose, and we saw with original Sharon <laughs> and Alessa. It's
0: well, just it's it's just really interesting to see that new Sharon was taking took a lot of pointers from original Sharon when it came to the acting department.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> did she ever? But uh, but she couldn't pull it off as Alessa. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, this and so like I I don't get buzzed Buzzsaw face. Nurses don't fit. I can make some stretch of the imagination for Spider-Mannequin. Mostly because I kind of like the creature, but Dark Alessa.
1: Oh, when I is, have so many problems with Dark Alessa.
0: Since when is Dark Alessa an antagonist towards Sharon? That's just one part of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's my biggest th- thing. I'm just like...
1: I have one thing that's bigger. Hmm how did it end how did silent hill end I, I i believe i remember us talking about how sharon as sharon started becoming started acting better because she had ended up merging with the child part of alessa not the burnt version but the dark
0: alessa oh yay. why are they separate no i could give it i can i can <laughs> because that was just something implied i mean we're talking different director different writer i mean i remember discussing that thinking like oh yeah that they, they came together and now like dark alessa is now in the real world but and i'll, I'll give that as a gimme i can give uh, that as uh, a gimme myself
1: i'll allow um, that for like this story
0: yeah this story I was, I was, yeah of three but <laughs> uh lots of finger quotations yes uh <laughs> conversation should have went something like what I sacrificed or gave so that you could get out of this place why could not have come yeah. back here not I will kill you yes
1: oh yeah
0: <laughs> and then like I mean it was very entertaining to me that the climactic battle in this movie was a hug off
1: I know right
0: I actually I actually I had a few moments during this film where it was just, like, a single loud ha, huh? and that was one of them, when I realized, like, this is the peak of the story. The epic battle of light and darkness is being settled by a hug. Yeah. What?
1: Yeah, you're right. Why, why would she be antagonistic towards them? Like, to, towards Sharon? Like, it doesn't... It doesn't fit. Like... And I mean, we don't even really get a good. Sh- 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 well, I mean, not that we had much of a character happening with Claudia anyway. Like, I mean, Cristabella was ever present and threatening.
0: Well, that was something. Something that I was really concerned about, about because Cristabella, like, yeah, that's a perfect way to express her ever present and threatening, just by her presence. Yeah. Uh, and you. This one was Claudia. Was that? Claudia, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She just seemed like a jerk. Yeah. She didn't, she didn't, she didn't feel like she commanded the people around her. She didn't feel like people were. What what did I say in the original? People were like, people were metaphorically, uh, bowing, when she would enter the room. Yeah, like her presence was noticed, but Claudia was like. Kind of this lady has power and she's kind of mean, yeah. Likes to send people to the asylum to get, like, yeah. That kind of like draws attention to the one of the other issues in this is that the stakes weren't clear. No, it was like, okay, we understand what she's doing, she wants to get her dad back, and they want to kill Dark Alessa. And I'm like, oh, but there's no implication beyond that, yeah. Like, there's no wondering about it, it's very very much like la-di-da i'm going to do this thing oh look i'm doing this thing oh i've done this thing
1: well yeah that
0: uh, that actually segues
1: into where i was going with that <laughs> nice good we're good this is segwaying a lot better than the film did <laughs> <laughs> so both movies clearly had set pieces hmm. and in and of itself a set piece isn't bad as long as you can connect it so I knew why Rose was going to the school, why she was going to the church, why she was going to the hospital. Like it, it was very clear she had something pointing her there, be it okay, Sharon's drawing.
0: Okay. It's kinda related. Okay. I'll remember where you are. Uh it was just very convenient that every time Sharon would like exit one place she was at the next place she needed to be yes there was no travel time it's like oh she went through the great oh here's the asylum yes that just kept happening anyways yeah go on yeah so the drawings
1: yeah so you have the drawings pointing her to where she's going there were little snips in the background that i know we talked about kind of pointing again this is the places to head and they made thematic sense okay, we're going to the school because Sharon was drawn to the school because this is where we get what happened to Alessa in the school, Mm -hmm. right? We're drawn to the church because this is how we're being introduced to Christabella. And, you know, you can get that wolf and sheep's clothing aspect from her because she's human, so she's not the monster. So maybe we can get something, some sort of relationship happening here. And then, okay, now we've got to go to the hospital because we need to see what's happening to Alessa because we, there's a connection between Alessa and Sharon. We know this. This was exactly what you said. It's like, she's just conveniently there. Like, well, why? Why are you in the asylum? Why? Like, what drew you to the asylum? What drew you to the amusement park? The only part that made any sense in that regards was the mall scene at the beginning.
0: It's kind of like... This movie was the PlayStation magazine demo disc Resident Evil drawn out into an entire movie. The yes. first one was realized. Yeah. Uh, story? Yeah. Because this one really did feel like three missions.
1: Yes. It was very clear that I was in level one. Mm. And now I'm in level two. <laughs> no, no transition. No sense of scale of the world and again it it, it's one of those reasons why i go this is why video games movies suck because you're trying to make it like a video game as opposed to taking what the film is supposed to be and or or taking the themes from it and and pushing and you know adapting
0: it Mm -hmm. Yeah, like making an adaptation opposed to like a conversion yes there's, there's a reason why uh, The Avengers did so well. Because mm-hmm. they ad- adapted it in a way that was both palatable but also true in many aspects. Yeah. It was very clear that this was on the Doom spectrum of uh, video game movie. Yes. Uh, yeah. That being said, in in the world as a whole, there's one thing that stood out to me that I really liked visually. And one uh-huh. So, when she leaves the house and she's walking to the bus,
1: mm-hmm.
0: everything about the world was giving you imagery related to Silent Hill. The bent and broken and rusted fences, burned out cars, even like it was conveniently snowing. These gave you a lot of feeling like expect from both the Ash World and the world in Silent Hill. I thought that was cool. Like, I thought that was intentional. But then in the amusement park, seeing all the lights, oh yeah, all the rides lit up as if it was just a normal day, I'm like, I mean, I would have given it fire. For, mm-hmm. Like, people strung up on the... Um, Merry-go-round? Circus, Ferris, uh, Ferris wheel. Things like that. That's what you would yeah. expect in a yeah. Silent Hill amusement park. And and
1: we saw that in the the nightmare scene at the beginning. They actually did that. Like all of the horses turned into bodies. mm
0: mm-hmm. Right. Even um, though that was kinda campy the way that the guys were like screaming and on Oh like, god, oh. It, was, it was done terribly.
1: <laughs> but at least it was
0: more Silent Hill. <laughs> yeah, if mm-hmm. if they were aside from the bunny turning its head. They were yeah. to have taken more direction from that original nightmare scene. Yeah. It would have been a more true to form. Yes. So to follow up
1: on those visuals, I didn't notice that walk that you just described with the burned out cars and, mm. and this and all that. I didn't notice it. And which is funny because when you contrast that to silent hill it was very clear we both it was very clear the imagery of of the religious implications that were there mm. and the way they did the music so they did more in the first one by doing that one blink and you miss it frame of dark alessa at the bottom of a pit mm-hmm. and they didn't that scene because i'm just like yeah it's inner city that that's all it said to me. The visualizations in the ending, like in the carousel. Everything about about it to me screamed Resident Evil. Oh. And might as well explain exactly why it screamed Resident Evil to me. Okay. Barring barring, you know, Pyramid Head making the carousel spin, we get this up top visual of the carousel with the red and white umbrella going down to a secret bunker.
0: Yeah. Go on.
1: You know, I I half expected there to be scientists in there and not
0: cultists. Okay? Like, okay. Like... <laughs> these are these are some very valid points. I will disagree with you on this though. All right? I think the feeling of that scene is closer to Left for Dead than it is Resident Evil.
1: All right? Go on.
0: Uh, it's, it's just a big, I think it was Left for Left 4 Dead 2, this, uh, amusement park section. Okay. And that entire thing is very, really has that feeling to it. Even going down
1: to a secret lab?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering about this. <laughs> See, that was a set piece that didn't make sense to me. Yeah. Since, since when can the tortured people of Silent Hill capture Pyramid Head? Rapidly? Yeah. Again look cool that's about it the only other thing that i can think of is dark alessa having changed the world as is her power made it so
1: sure but then how is that the last bastion that's been saved from the darkness well it actually says that when 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 sharon walks in Hmm. and now you've brought the darkness here
0: that was just a fully poorly realized rehashing of the Dark Alessa piggybacking on rope. Very poor at it.
1: Especially if, you know, Alessa was the one who <laughs> put Pyramid in the head in there to be able to go down there.
0: What happened to so? was Dark Alessa no more? Like there wasn't even a sly look at the camera at the end. Yeah. You know, I'll say this. At least at least they tried to give Pyramid
1: Head a reason for being there. Of course. Well, yeah, they actually still the up- reason.
0: Straight up said like, and this pyramid head is the, the protector of yeah. uh, Alessa. And I was like, okay, that's yeah. all I need. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I got low expectations.
1: I've got two, two issues with the pyramid, with, with the whole pyramid head being the protector of Alessa mm. um, and nothing to do with the lore. Like we went in last time, strictly from this film. One, I have no reason to fear Pyramid Head, period. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Two, how did Harry know anything about any of these monsters? Wait, was that Harry explaining that? That was in Harry's journal with all of these drawings of all of these monsters.
0: Oh. 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 Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, so, once again, having Sean been in the movie ruined it. If Rose had come back... And it was Rose and Heather again. We might, we'd have some reasoning behind this. And that's why this works in the games because Harry comes back with a reborn, with a reborn Sharon or Cheryl from the games. It's an actual newborn in Silent Hill one, basically at his doorstep. Cheryl is gone. New daughter that becomes Heather. But it would make sense for any of this stuff to be happening because Harry has gone through Silent Hill. He knows what these monsters, he knows there's these monsters. He knows that there's this weird cult trying to burn the witch. Harriet literally should have no inclination about this. He didn't believe any of this. He was constantly trying to say, oh, there's nothing there. His experience in Silent Hill is, yeah, this is a just an abandoned ghost town.
0: This is a major gaping hole on a film. Like all the other ones are like, well, nicks and cracks, but this is a huge, massive pothole.
1: And he has a box with the cultist symbol on it that he's putting all of Sharon's messages writing Silent Hill in them.
0: The box thing, I was able to reason in my head. I didn't mind the, the box's existence. This whole, like, journal with all the monsters and things in it. But the only way that this could he could possibly know all this is if someone good had come through and, like, warned him. But they, they didn't say anything about that really no. not in the games, no, and even
1: the movie, the only indication we have is someone came after Sharon, and you know he killed the person. Even then that could just be here's someone insane coming after us. like he should have absolutely no reason for any of the supernatural stuff like to have any ties to it, any connections,
0: and wish my boy Christoph Gans had been a part of this film. I know right he He was offered was working on something yeah this, think... so two two of the things that we like to compare in movies is first consistency within itself yeah and I think this movie did not do a great job that aspect mm-hmm. the n- next thing we like to do is read a movie as far as universal consistency now given that this is the cinematic units you know, we do have to subtract the games from it yes. But that doesn't help its case, no if anything, it makes it worse <laughs> yeah um because it has no consistency to the cinematic you know
1: the consistency involves John Bean reprising his role and um, Rhonda Mitchell reprising her role for like
0: half a scene that <laughs> being said, John Bean was the truest to form across the movie. <laughs> was he though? yeah, oh, being completely useless to the films. No, no, he was, and he had a use. He was there. (laughs) I mean, it was was clear that he was only in the second movie because he was in the first one, and he was only an addition to the first one because they were like, there's only women in this movie, you need at least one dude. Yeah. But as a character, and the character consistency between the two movies, like all jokes aside, that being the only consistency between the two films and throughout the entire second film here, it's not a good thing. He's, no. he's like a tertiary character in these films. Yeah. That's how he's written, I'm not being mean, not making jokes.
1: Even then, again, I argue that the only consistency between the two heroes we have is, no, you're not taking her to Silent Hill. Yeah, man. Because again, his beliefs around everything is like, oh, well, there clearly is something more about Silent Hill and such. is just so jarring, it doesn't make any sense.
0: I mean, he's right, though. Is right, yeah. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> Don't go to Silent Hill. Don't go to Silent Hill. Bad things happen in Silent Hill. Oh, the poor private, you know, private eye, he would have survived if Rose had just listened to Harry. Yeah, it's true.
1: <laughs> I mean, so would have Sybil.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, but her life probably would have been at the bottom of a, a glass. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And i miss Sybil. she was so good <laughs> i would have liked to see a Sybil. mom
1: yes that would have been amazing
0: that would have been sweet
1: and it actually would have connected because yeah because sharon saw that happening that would have made perfect sense
0: but we didn't get i mean we didn't really get thing yeah except like the most forest romance plot ever oh my god it's it's as much of just a random set piece thrown in there as there's the iconography. Just everything.
1: I have some that I wrote down very specifically here. Give me <laughs> one second. Um, how could you do this to me? I've known you for a whole ten minutes. Such history. Much wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's how the hotel scene plays out.
0: <laughs> uh... Write that down. Well, I, I want on. I want that on a shirt.
1: Yeah, I I have it written down. I will. <laughs> I put will put it on the list. Yeah, that'll go to the list.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't I do It's becoming a theme, a thing where I say I I don't like to do this, and then I'm I'm trying to break that habit. But in this case, I don't have time.
1: There's no smallest change.
0: There's there's no smallest change that I can make that I think will improve this film. And if if we were to and I, I think we've been pretty lenient, even reviewing it or discussing it as its own piece. Yeah, Not only making reference or comparisons to the first Silent Hill. But sorry, there's things that they should have just straight up taken, like the sound design. Oh the my sound, god! The sound design in Revelations was cluttered. Always something happening. No long moments of silence. Like. It's all the creaks and groans were blown out and loud. They they couldn't just let the the somber kind of piano
1: piano melody you know that that haunting um yeah the, the haunting Silent Hill theme. Uh, no, they had to add like a rock beat to it mm. at one point if they decided to use it at all.
0: I, I mean. I know I expressed dissatisfaction in the first Silent Hill with like the weird hand drum thing they had going when they were ever whenever they were looking at the map during the film. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, this movie would have been improved if it was just that from start to finish. (laughs) And this is like directly comparing it to the Um, It's cluttered. It's didn't feel balanced. Yeah, you know what it feels like, and I. I say this and like I'm gonna put my little tinfoil hat on. All right, my tinfoil hats on. Right. Feels like a sound design person was just whistling away, having a great day, doing the cool little sound design thing. You know, everything's well balanced. Everything feels right. They're gonna go home. They're gonna have a great dinner. Maybe they partner. Maybe get a little smooch or something. Just a great day. And then. Some higher up comes in and goes, you'll make it creepier. Well, what do you mean, sir? You'll make it creepier. Like, make make that creak louder. Add a groan. Wait, what about that song? Add a rock beat. Feels like someone was messing around with the sound design. Yeah. Like they were trying to make it hip.
1: I I can definitely see where you're (laughs) going with that. I think the one thing that kind of breaks that tinfoil hat theory in my mind is I know of cases where stuff like that's happened. But you'll like get hints of what they were trying to do, I had no hints of that,
0: oh
1: right. I had no hints of I knew what I was doing. um just to compare this very directly to Silent Hill again because it has a big glaring example of the executive meddling. You can tell what they were trying to do when you're looking at Sharon and Rose's story. And it's very obvious when the executives came in and said, "Well, no, we need to
0: have Harry there." But, the, but the there's still pins of other aspects, right? In or, in the first one, though, even though the addition of Harry was meddling, yeah, they still did a good job making it fit, having some relevance, yeah, even though it was a little forced, still there, and they did the best job they could there.
1: Yeah, and yeah, because I mean, we've talked about other movies too where we could tell there was just too many writers on the film, but you can see the hints of caring there, even though again, there's that meddling saying, "No, you got to do this." Right? You can still see those threads. I can't see those threads in this. I, I honestly think it was someone more going as like, because I, I think again Saw and such would have been out at the same times. Like, no, but this is what horror
0: is now. My my thing is. it Vincent, the private eye? Yeah. They had Harry syndrome
1: mm-hmm.
0: from the first movie. Yeah. Harry's actually kind of integral second movie. But the private eye and even Vincent, you could cut straight out of this movie and it would pretty much be the same thing.
1: Cool. I have... that. That's actually kind of a point that... That I'm actually going to talk about with the mannequins, but this makes more sense to put it here. Silent Hill... Rose has a lot of time alone. Yes, she meets a couple of people, but she's alone. Don't have to worry about Dahlia. We're not really worrying about Sybil like in context with her. Much like the music in the first one, there was room to breathe and room to contemplate what was happening, right? Which add to that sense of dread, that that sense of um of the oppressive atmosphere. This movie, much like the sound design, tried to force in these characters and conversations. So we never get that alone time and then immediately kill them off because, Oh, we don't need these characters. We see it with the detective. We see it with, um, random girl in the spiders, in the spider mannequin scene.
0: (laughs) I will come back to random girl in the spider mannequin scene. I liked her. Yeah. But, but even I keep forgetting her name because of useless and eyebrowless. Um, Buzza head. Claudia? Claudia. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, they're like, oh, they show show this lady twice, and oh, now she's Buzz Ahead. And, yeah. I kind of liked the meeting the girl in uh, the spider's den. Because mm-hmm. it's not like the girl was a free agent, they met, and then she was taken away. She was clearly already a victim of the spider creature yeah so it's kind of i mean i give this movie a lot of gimmies and it still falls really short yeah yeah but uh, i'll i'll give that one there but like the private eye Mm -hmm. didn't even didn't need it at all well i'll
1: go back to private eye i'm gonna i'm gonna disagree with you about spider girl first (laughs) she what purpose did she serve in any way shape or form we already had the threat with the one tied up there the the one on the i think she was tied up being turned into a mannequin we already had that threat we already saw what's happening we already know that this thing is dangerous because of that so now we have this victim that sharon frees to instantly get killed so we can make it look like we have a threat to Sharon. Only thing she was there for.
0: Maybe they needed someone in a stressful circumstance to show some type of emotional acting. All right. Well, I mean, acting aside. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got a point. Right. You got a point. Um, I just.
1: I, I, it was too thematically... to Have another character that saved, that saved that saved that we kind of get that. Um, what's her name? uh Not Christabella. But the little, the crazy, the really crazy one in the first Silent Hill. Why can't remember her name. Anna. Yeah, I'm sorry. Anna Skins. (laughs) Anna (laughs) (laughs) Skins. Right? I mean, you get that similar type of thing, but you get something with the character and her death actually has meaning. Mm. Right? We didn't need to have the ever-present... You know, we didn't actually need to have watch someone get killed to know the threat that Sybil and Rose was under. And having something that directly there again, undermines the horror of Silent Hill in general. Well, she wasn't not the psychological horror anymore. It's, Oh, look, there's definitely things just coming and killing you.
0: Uh, though, I agree with your point. Um, just to give you a bit of an, um, actually, um, (laughs) that girl wasn't killed on screen. She was just pulled away. Yeah. Um, the, the assumption is there.
1: I guess it was that scene. It was the same type of scene. You complain, you complained about when we watched underwater.
0: (laughs) Mm. I was, you know, I was also unhappy that the gun was used. Yep. To affect. So had it been used, I feel like it should have not affected anything like in the Mm -hmm. first, um, silent Hill. So I'll give one thing. Greatest movie event ever happen. Sharon was using the damn strap on her flashlight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So she, when she dropped it, it was still attached to her. Yes. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my god, someone's actually listening. Yeah. (laughs) I like a lot of little things in this. And I like that an attempt would be made, was being made. But I'm not a participation trophy kind of guy. An example, again, going back to the nurses. Like, they weren't the same nurses. They definitely adapted them to some of the stylings of Revelation. Yeah. But, again, them just being set pieces, not having any inclusion, doesn't really... I can't give it credit for that. So these, these little things, like that original thing that I mentioned where she's walking to the bus or whatnot. Like I thought, that was super cool. I, I like. I actually like the sp- the spider creature, but not in the context of this movie. Like this, it's it's the kind of thing that you'd expect in you know, like House of Wax 2. Yes. Or something. I actually never saw the first one. I just know that House of Wax is. A- I think had Parasilton <laughs> or something. Yes, the remake did. It's hard to say. Like, like if I keep talking about this movie, I'm just gonna keep pooping on it more. Like I try, I try to look for positive things, but for I, I've got, I've got a positive thing. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm being sarcastic when I say this.
0: Oh, <laughs> I was looking for positivity. Techni-
1: no, I was going to say technically Jodell, um uh, Fairland would have been the right age to play Heather, but at least they didn't bring her back to have her ruin Alyssa.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh, the original Sharon. Yeah. She would have been the right age to
1: actually play Heather.
0: No, she would have done fine.
1: I know, but they didn't, so she's not tied to the shit show of a movie. That's a oh. good thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know it would also prove it. Like I except for her role as Sharon. Um
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: Like her Alessa, dark Alessa was great. But I had that that moment. That Sharon moment—it's like, why are they doing this, mommy, mommy, mommy? And I'm like, oh my god, stop yeah. already! Yeah, I, is, you, is, I honestly
1: think the, the the I think the scene in the shopping mall in the shopping mall after the clown part was setting the tone for was setting the tone properly for Silent Hill. Mm-hmm. I actually did appreciate that scene. I think it had the right atmosphere. It had that. You know, it it made sense that there was the sudden change because we've literally gone from one room to the other. We had the, we go into that type of background horror that's there. She's having to to push through it. It felt oppressive. She literally had nowhere to run. I liked that scene. That was a strong point in the film. I've officially come up with something positive.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess if I were to put this on my standard arbitrary scale, I would probably give this 12 amputated arms on the asylum floor out of 20. Because, of hor- of course, technically speaking, keeping your arms is probably the good thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. Alright, so, 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 so you're giving this like I did with little hours. Yes. I would... Probably say there is fifteen arms on that floor. Okay. Like this.
0: This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> Wait, we can have nice things. We're not the ones who ruin stuff. Our names this is why Kevin Smith.
1: Oh, this is just as I started this out. This is exactly why video game movies have such a. Rap reputation. It's set pieces that only make sense loosely if you know the game, but it's so far removed from the game that gamers don't care to watch it. It relies so much on you having played the game that someone who hasn't, that has no familiarity with it, has no idea what's going on.
0: I only um, watched this movie because I was so impressed with it. Yeah. I am really good at going into a movie with no set expectations so I can get the full enjoyment, because I'm kind of cheap, so I don't want to waste my 25 bucks or whatever it costs to go see a matinee. Yeah. (laughs) I definitely could not maintain that impartiality having seen this for the second time now, because I may have known how much I did not enjoy this film going into it. I mean... I'd be happy for someone to tell me how wrong I am, how my subjective opinions about the failings of this movie are actually incorrect, and this is the greatest movie of all time. I don't think it's possible. So <laughs>
1: yeah. I want to do one more callback to our first Silent Hill um, discussion. I referenced then that I ended up, uh, I-, I watched the movie with my mother, and, you know, saying how how the movie haunted her. She was talking about it the next day, right? And it makes it a very good entry into the games because she was invested in the story.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I watched Revelation, also with my mother, and her exact response was, why the fuck did I even stay up to watch this? (laughs) This was five minutes into the film.
0: (laughs) That's funny, but she... Was she excited when you were like, hey, do you want to watch the second of this film that you liked? Yeah. Like a, yeah. a mom-son uh, yep. uh, get-together. <laughs> yep. And then, oh, jeez. Yep. I'm like, you
1: enjoyed the first one. Come watch this. So, even outside of, again, cause it's hard to separate the the expectations. I mean, it's a lore that we're familiar with. Even... Not necessarily haven't played the games, we're gamers enough to know
0: mm.
1: to to know the lore of this stuff, so again, to have someone who only experienced with this is watching the first Silent Hill movie like six, seven months ago, who really enjoyed it to turn around is like this one didn't even have a story. The first one had a story. I liked the story <laughs> um in my mind, that takes away some of
0: our bias. <laughs> i suppose when
1: it comes to watching this
0: oh i just i just realized that uh this this movie was called uh revelation 3d yes not just revelation
1: oh that's i have one more um anecdote about silent hill revelation so way back when when i had a completely different life um I was watching this movie with a significant. Uh, I watched Silent Hill with a significant other. I'm like, okay, well, let's go watch the other one. And I very much didn't want to spoil the character connection between Heather and and Sharon because it is very in the games. It's something that sits for a while. I can't find exactly where it is, but it sits. So going from a lore point. Having that ruined in literally the first interaction of the film, it's just a slap in the face to fans of the games. Mm-hmm. At least I felt that way. Yeah, I get it. Oh. I, I I I don't think I've got anything else really to say that's different. Than what we have at this point. Okay. Um, well, well, I don't well. know if you've got any other.
0: No. Again, I'm just gonna keep crapping on this. Yeah. Hashtag. Silent Hill 3 with Gans win. Hey, didn't we find that that was actually, that that was possibly a thing when we did Silent Hill? Yeah, but it's still showing as just like pre production of Oh. MDB. So it's maybe. <laughs> I, I mean, I hope so. But I guess with a recent kind of upsurgence in Silent Hill interest. It's, I mean, it might be getting late at this point if they don't already have something in going, but within the next, I mean, we'd know about it if it'd be in the next six months. Next six months would be release time. Yeah. With that, this has been Beardy and the Beast Media Club. Join us next time where we discuss the film The Big Hit. And as always, if you like what we're doing, give us a a like and a subscribe. Or join the conversation in the comments or at our Discord. A list of services and socials available at beardyandthebeast.com and we look forward to seeing you at the next meeting.